Xenoblade 2 is still a very, very solid game. Yeah. And I got I got a lot more emotionally invested with it, and yes, the game made me cry because I'm oh. a fucking big bubble blowing baby. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Uh, is this what it's like to be in the fucking podcast intro? <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, uh, hello, 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 welcome to the Old Gaming Community Podcast number 45! Yeah! Whoa. Special guest Kermit and a ghost. Uh, we have got what day is it? It's Tuesday, the twentieth of February, twenty twenty-one, uh, and we have got a whole load of Nintendo news for you. Uh, they've had their Nintendo Direct event, and they've announced loads of different things. So we're going to talk about all of that, and we've got some little like other quick news for you. But before we get started, I'm just going to see who's here tonight, and then we'll go around the room and see what you've been playing. So, um, as always, my co-host Hat from NT Clan. Hi, Hat. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Very good. Excellent. You are in your most thespian of voices this evening. Because you caught me as I was taking a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> and we've um, we've also we've made all the phone calls and called on our most Nintendo-y people um, to get them all in one place tonight to answer all of our questions and explain everything that's been announced for you. So we've got... Kaitu, Rev, Nightfire, and Rose. Hi, guys. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Um, so, it's been a few weeks since our last podcast, and we did tell our listeners that this was going to be uh, a BlizzCon special, but surprise! It's, it's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next we, one. We will the do that. Got the lid. Yeah, no, we, we we forgot about the Nintendo announcement, or they didn't tell us they were doing it, or whatever. Say Nintendo sure. just sort of like surprises yeah. you with it two days it, before. Yeah. So it, just, like, like that. it just shows up on YouTube like direct tomorrow, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it's that's happening. I did not get to watch that because it was at fucking one a.m. for me, so. But because we're such a nimble news organization, we've just jumped on it. And this is we're doing this podcast now. It's amazing. Just for so you professional. listeners. So professional, <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, what, what I've been playing. So I'll go reverse order. We'll go Canada up. Uh, Rose, what have you been playing since we last podcasted? Did it? A lot of horror games, once again. Oh, you're not saving them for Halloween. You're full yeah. balls deep Halloween in is Nutella and for me. horror games. I just you like horror. your spookums. She oh, goes reverse on uh, on Halloween. She plays dating Sims then. <laughs> yeah, gotta play that good old dream daddy. Oh, if not, I love you, Colonel Sanders. I mean, yeah, I was about to we say, do I love him. <laughs> and took a fried chicken, pizza. Hut. Um, I have played AI: The Somnium Falls recently. I had showed Hat um the story, the overall story. And then I am going to be continuing Case File Double Zero, which is the Cannibal Boy, and the second part of it being Physical Exorcisms. After that, I will be playing Purgatory One and Two. Wow! Future agenda of horror planned out. Yeah, because the only normal game I'm going to be playing is Persona Five Strikers, so you guys won't see me for another winter. Good. <laughs> it's time oh. for you to go into your cave. <laughs> It's not my fault. Okay, I've waited for this. I've literally sat there and like counted the days on the calendar of 
one more day until Persona 5. But I don't look at Christmas that way. I look at Atlas that way. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Rev, how are you and what have you been playing? I'm quite all right. I've mainly played the exact same two games that I have for basically the last few months, which is just Final Fantasy XIV and Tarkov. That's I've been, fine. I've been playing 30XX here and there since it released in early access a little bit ago, and I had Tabletop Sim Night on last Friday. With, yeah, with, you guys uh, played Ian for hours. Whatnot. Yeah, we did one game of Settlers of Catan and then one game of Betrayal, was it? I think. But like my power died in the middle of it, so... I did not see the end. <laughs> oh dear. The countryside that was the life. real betray. Yeah, I got, I got the real haunt. Sweet. Nightfire, I haven't forgotten you this time. I'm oh, actually coming I to you. I was wondering if you would. <laughs> I don't oh. know how that happens. I just skip N. <laughs> I was prepared for you to forget as well. I know, I know. But I don't answer the question now. <laughs> I, I know that you've done a, a charity stream with... Um, well, out. I was I wasn't doing the cha uh, the actual charity, but I was there getting white girl wasted with uh, Super Mario 3D World slash. Yeah, that was excellent. Fury. I don't know if anyone saw that, but that was <laughs> I'm, fun. I'm, I'm hoping to get the stream a bit better sorted, so when Monster Hunter Rise comes out, I'll have a better uh, thing going with that. Yeah, that was the first time I actually used the Elgato with the Switch, so it was, I, I got it on the week that I did the stream, so I didn't have a lot of time to really play with it and. Get it set up properly. <laughs> I mean, the main thing is that we've got the audio of you drifting slowly and slowly down into your massive depression as you get drunk and drunker. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's all we need. <laughs> In addition to uh, Bowser's Fury, um, got back into playing Diablo Three as well. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did a new season okay. start? Uh, do oh, sorry. Did a new season start? Uh, I don't know what's going on at the moment. We, we, me and a couple of friends just started some new characters, and we're just going. Oh, stories, gotcha, so gotcha. We're not really doing the the seasonal stuff. I mean, we might, yeah. but yeah, as of right now, we're just going through the main story. I'm okay. doing the gotcha. necromancer. Excellent. I would ask you other things about that game franchise, but we'll save it for a different podcast. Hawkey, oh, hawkey. <laughs> <laughs> Kaito, what have you been up to? And I know um... it's Factorio is one of them. Well, Facturia is one of them, but otherwise I've also been playing a lot of Helheim, and it's basically the next bread on the internet, I guess, regarding <laughs> on Steam. And it already sold like about 3 million copies. You're basically... They've done so well, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's not exactly any special, but it's just a slight better twist on a survival game, which just encourages more you more to play. You don't starve. Instead... Food gives you buffs instead. Yeah, instead, so instead yeah. of like starving to death, you just eat, you just craft, you just mine stuff. You you have a quite a straightforward progression, I'd say, and you can't really cheese your way there unless you use console commands or get other people to give you um, already higher tier materials. So if you were to play single player, you you'd be able to play the full game and not like get cheese your way to the end game with, but with, by skipping a few steps you're just I... a viking who goes to the 10th realm you're dead and you have to kill what odin hasn't killed which sounds a bit daunting but it has been good so far with a friend i um i read an interview with henrik tornvisk I'm not high sure he says his name. That, that was an attempt at a name. Thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> he was saying in the interview that they had hopes and maybe feelings that it would just about cover their costs of running the studio. 
Um, and that would be around about just under a million sales is what they would have really hoped for it, like the very best it could have done. So to do three times that is just fantastic. And it's still selling well for them now, so really good for them. I mean, their, their game was first on itch.io for two years, I think, and now it just blew up in a massive sales lull, I'd say, because three weeks ago, not, not a single game released except Fallheim. They so, just had that absolute perfect moment. Yeah. They caught, yeah, amazing. That's great. Uh, hi, how and are you, and what have you been playing? I'm very good. Uh, besides the usual Genshin stuff that, I play, that I'm always playing. Uh, yeah, Tarkov as well. <laughs> I jumped back into some Star Citizen because they had their big event recently. The first ever large-scale dynamic event. Ooh. I watched that. It was some of the most fun I've had in the game. I had a couple of crashes, having all the players in one in a glass cloud fighting capital ships tends to put a strain on your system as well as on the servers. So I had a couple of times where my gamers went, nope, not dealing with that anymore. Um, the general gist was you had to go and find wrecks where there would be AI pirate ships and AI like sort of soldiers on the ship. You clear them out. You'd load them up onto your ship or onto other players' ships and take them back to a military space station to help refuel and rearm a big capital ship destroyer. Ah, okay. Uh, you get rewards depending on how this, like everyone in the area is done, not just yourself. So it's not like I'm going to try and fuck you over to hoard all these resources to then get a payout. You just go, I'm going to help you throw all these resources onto your ship because your ship can carry those quite well. And then when you get back there, I'll get paid even though I'm in this gas cloud fighting pirates. Does the mechanics work okay for kind of like dumping and re oh, yeah. refueling and rearming and stuff? Does it all... Is it yeah, all... Uh, well, now there's a tractor beam in the game that you can get for your multi-tool, uh... which works really well. So you can use that to pick up the boxes. You just like scroll out and it'll, like send them the box out. You know, release your le uh, left mouse button and it'll just drop down if it's in the ship. If not, it'll just kind of float about in space. And so you just keep going at it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Nice. Uh, That's cool. And to refuel and rearm the capital ship, literally, it's you'd land your ship in the space on the space station and go up to console, like trade console, and you would just kinda of like do what you do if you'd normally trade in goods, just go in and like sell it to them. But it doesn't sell for anything, it just adds to the progression bar of the server. Once technology's got to a point where you can invent a tractor beam Really, you could use it for everything, though, couldn't you? You could use it for fuel and liquids and stuff, I guess, as well. I mean, that'd be quite cool. I mean, the tractor beam in Star Citizen, if you're in uh, zero gravity, you can use it as a grappling hook just to, like, fly around the place. Ooh. Like, grapple your ship to other... Yeah, grapple yourself to other players' ships. I did play in. some Titanfall 2 uh, this last week, and that's got grappling hooks in it. That's Always sad. good fun in games. Yeah, always good, always good. I've also been playing quite a bit of Minecraft because we've got this server going um, that um, you know is being paid for by the community and Viking and a few other people are maintaining, which has been pretty good with all the mods 6 on it, version 1.51. And if you're interested in that sort of stuff, and that's been great. I've made a massive hole in the ground. That's my contribution. <laughs> Um, which is good. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much. <laughs> Time to make I'm a not, bigger hole. I'm not quite <clears throat> of the right generation to be um, a, a hardcore Minecraft professional. 
But um, yeah, it's still been fun. I like it. It's very chill. Very chill, which is nice. Okay, I'll do some quick news. And we'll just bash through this because we've got so much Nintendo Direct news. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> loiter around in an unwanted fashion around the quick news. We're just going to move straight on to the good shit. So, uh, quick news. Sponsored by Shoulder Monkey. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You've got the name wrong. <laughs> Monkey Shoulder. That's why he needs a sponsor oh so we get it right. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna wake up tomorrow and it's just gonna be like a lawsuit that comes through this door. You've been promoted to host. <laughs> yes, absolutely. With Dave uh, in jail. <laughs> do not pass go. Uh, Terraria creator cancels their Stadia port after being locked out of their Google account. Oh dear. What yeah. the fuck has happened oh, here? Yeah. I, I read, uh, it was like a Twitter rant that he posted and it was basically just that he couldn't log into his Google account, which means no Gmail, no YouTube, nor anything. And he couldn't reach their support in any way. And they basically just told him like, tough luck. So he's just like, okay, I'm just not going to bring Terry to the stadium anymore then. Just like he, had, uh, he, had, he had a lot of stuff, like work stuff on the Google yeah. Drive that he just got lost and he just went, you're a oh, fucking liability. No. We're not bringing our game to the stadium anymore. I've lost years of work. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Why would you fucking reward that? They've got they've got recovery email options and all sorts of things, but okay, well, oh dear. I mean, Stadia's just had some bad press recently as well. They've just yeah. not been not been great. They've pulled the plug on a load of their own games, haven't they, and stuff like that. Uh, first party titles and all that's happening anymore. I wonder what's going to go. You know how Google can be so flighting. They just oh, I'm just we're done with that now. We're moving on. Yeah, pretty much. Just, that kind of worries me a little bit. Um, GameForge is shut. Oh, I, Sorry, go on, I've mate. A, I've just checked his Twitter. Um, apparently, also the official Terraria YouTube page is currently suspended. So, oh no! Like, <laughs> what? As, as Google just went off, oh, you're not going to bring it to Stadia. And fine, we're going to delete it. It's like, oh, oh, okay nice. then. Oh, no, our Google overlords cracking the whip. <laughs> no. Oh man, do no harm, Google. Um, GameForge shutting down its version of Soul Worker, Devs Lion Games to release new international version. These are just words in a sentence. I don't know what they mean. So Soul Worker is a sort of action hack and slash MMO sort of hybrid uh, okay. game. Quite a fun little thing. It's from Korea, I think. Gandhi, you've played it as well. Is it Korea or China that the Soul game's Worker? initially from? Yeah, I believe. Uh... Oh. Ah, uh, that can be done with a quick Google search. Yes. <laughs> that, is, that is what I am doing, correct. Best listeners, turn What's off South the podcast Korea? and launch Google. It is, it is Korean, so, yes. yes. It's a game made by Lion Games, as I said in the notes. Uh, <laughs> to, get to pretty much only deal with the Korean version of the game. Okay. The, for the Western... They used GameForge, which was a separate company that would then like run all the servers, finance it, uh, do all like port all the updates, translate everything. But they're really shit. GameForge, pretty much most games that they get their hands on, they kill. Yeah. Oh God. So people haven't been happy for a while with GameForge's uh, version of Soul Worker. I mean, it's a fun game. It just never got updated. I know. I remember seeing a year ago, maybe two years ago now. 
that the robot like, oh, here's a new character that's coming out in the Korean version. We're like, oh, I can't wait. It's been two years, and we still don't have this character to play. Which the character, each character is essentially their class that you can get in like a normal hour. Oh, so like okay. Diablo in that way. Then. Mm-hmm. And we st- still haven't seen anything. I think the Korean ones like one, maybe two expansions ahead of us as well. And right. it seems like uh, Lion Games have just turned around and just went, we're not renewing the contract. And they're just... <laughs> so Gameforge can't do it, and Lion Games just went, right, we're just going to do our own one. We're big enough now to kind of be able to run and pay for people to translate and run like international communities for our game. And it's now going to be updated at the exact same time as like the, the main Korean version. So everything that they've got, we're going to get. The big problem is due to apparently due to some, one of the EU laws, I think Gameforge is based in the EU or might just be because there's players from the EU. Gameforge can't send player, all the players account data to the devs in Korea. Essentially meaning that everyone who's playing the game currently is losing their account, regardless of where you live. So you're going to have to start again on the new version of it. Oh, Lion boy. Games have came out and said that they're going to be like providing lots of like XP boosts and loads of stuff to try and get people caught up with it. As a compensation for the fact that they just can't get the data from Gameforge. It reminds me of... Reminds but, me of when uh, Black Desert like closed and they just like everyone lost all of their stuff like permanently. They're just like mm-hmm. it's gone. See ya. Change. We're changing publisher, so we're not gonna keep because the previous devs or publishers they didn't want to send send like the server data over, so they just lost all of it. <clears throat> it's like why? How stupid do you get? In the long run, I do think it's going to be a good thing. Apparently, Closes, which is a similar sort of game to this. They changed publishers a while uh, back, and the main devs got their hands back on it and just released their own version. And apparently, that's a lot better now. So I'm hoping for a similar thing with Soulworker. The biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is the fact that the in-game store that they have isn't a shitty like isn't going to be a shitty laggy web browser like Gameforge had that just kind of lags right. the game every time it opens and forces itself to be opened every time you log into the game. Just like buy our stuff here. Mm, and yeah. they said that they're gonna they're just reworking all that and they're integrating everything into the game. So we're actually gonna get the expansions, get characters, get updates, and you know, have the quality of life stuff that a lot of the Asian players have. Now it's got it's just a shame that you know you're gonna lose your stuff. I'm fine with it. I think I bought one skin, maybe two. Yeah. But there is people who it's like, I've put thousands of hours into this yeah, and put really loads painful. of money in. Yeah, so that's I can imagine they're going to be sold. But then there is a there is a lesson to be learned here that you know you're buying digital pixel items, mm-hmm. guys, with your money. Like you know, it's, it's probably a little uh, Star Citizen warning here, maybe as well. You know, <laughs> you're buying these things that don't exist with real money. Danger. But yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's still wrong. It's still wrong. Yeah. Um, Chinese version of Steam released, but they only got fifty three games, and it doesn't look very Chinesey. It just looks like Steam. I mean, I like, like what, yeah, any effort. Yeah, did you, what, what did, did you expect it like to be red and gold? I just expected what? it to you be just better. Expect, 
And they've just taken the shitty steam that we've had for years and years and just I mean, gone here. You just... It ain't broke, why fix it? I suppose they make a plenty of money on it in Western cultures, but yeah, I just thought they'd make more of an effort to, because I mean, you know, they are different. They, you know, it is, it's just generally, if you go to uh, Chinese websites, they don't look the same as, you know, American or UK websites. You know, they, it is a very different design generally, isn't it? Whenever you're typing stuff and messaging, you've got a little face of Chairman Mao just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It'll just automatically close your Am I wrong? Should low. they have changed it? Or is, it my, is it only me? Everybody uh, here, do, do you all disagree with me? What exactly are you complaining about? I just think Steam's old and they need to make it look cool and shit and amazing. And, you know, it's just, it's yeah, just no, Steam's... you're wrong. Okay, cool. Next. I mean, okay, we'll, we'll see what Steam what we did with okay, YouTube. Okay. What, what do you suggest that Steam uh, okay. needs to I'm, do? This is like one of those in, each interviews with the person who wants to be prime minister. Like, well, okay, how would you fix climate change? Well, he hasn't got all the answers now, has he? He just needs to try. Well, and I mean, you better fucking start writing. We're asking <laughs> you. You'll have the entire podcast to figure it out. I'll ask you again at the end. Steve <laughs> <laughs> with Chinese Steve, what we did with you at iSeries, Dave. So, you, you know, we'll go, oh, he's a bit old. We'll put him in a suit, give him some cat ears, and just get him shit fits. He's <laughs> <laughs> so drunk, you can almost wheel me around like I've got dementia at that point, you know. Oh, I've seen some extra little um, bits of news that I'll really quickly reel off in the podcast planning. I thought, oh, it didn't quite make it in, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, Prince of Persia remake has been delayed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, got, yeah? Well, it's due to release like next month, I think. So. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot 4 uh, is coming to next-gen consoles and PC. That's cool. Yeah, not surprising. Jack Black uh, is going to play the voice of Claptrap in the Borderlands movie. For some reason. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> I um, don't get it, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't go. But uh, No Man's Sky is getting companions, and it's free to all platforms. It's yeah. already in it. It's already in. Cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three gets an update to add druids that turn into massive badges. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Crusader Kings Three's wealth of DLC is now available as a monthly subscription. Yep, you can buy all DLCs for like I think fifteen dollars a month or something like that. Uh, and that's all your gaming news, guys. You're up to date. That's it. Nice. You're sorted. That's, this is why you listen to this quality production sponsored <laughs> by the Shoulders of Monkeys. Um, right. Now, I believe, Dave, we should uh, hand the reins over yes, to the... Yes, we definitely <laughs> should. These are Nintendo fans. I dub you honorary podcast host for the Nintendo section. Dave and Had, both of you can just deafen now. <laughs> I've got a very large glass of wine. I'm fine to sit back and enjoy this. Just so our listeners understand what we're going to do here, we've got a list, an extensive list, of all of the different things that were announced, and Rev's going to read them out, and everyone's going to shout about them, except for me and Hat. Okay, I guess. Uh, so, start off on the 17th of February, which I believe was last, last Wednesday, there was uh, the Nintendo Direct which was this time not a mini direct nor a partner direct. It was a mainline, like, big Nintendo one. They haven't done those for a little while because of COVID and whatnot. And a lot of things were announced. First off was the next character, the next DLC character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which happens to be Pyra and Mifra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Okay, one and two. Everybody off. 
I mean, <laughs> people will get pissed no matter who they announce. Because there's always going to be people who I was furious about this one. Weren't it should have been Tifa. Oh, I'm so angry. Okay? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. Needs to be Tifa. That's it. What? <laughs> I have my reasons. Don't ask okay, me okay. why. Okay, I have whatever, my reasons. Next. It doesn't matter. You cannot it's, please it's any Nintendo reasons. player because they're always going to be salty. No, I'm actually excited. Like... Any character I get, I'm like, ooh, this is a new one. When they added Joker, I was like, ooh, cool. And then Sephiroth, and I was like, I wonder who's next. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I do hope they add Tifa, you know? Like, just, just add <laughs> the original waifu. I will be surprised if they have three Final Fantasy VII reps in it. Because <laughs> you have Cloud and Sephiroth now. But we don't have Tifa or Vincent. Vincent especially. <laughs> if I'm going to have one of my husbandos, I need not all like three of them. Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII and nine and ten and Yeah, like they could have from all the other well. to be Final Fantasy VII. And 15 <laughs> Pocket version. It's the only Final Fantasy. <laughs> Fine. Do you think Final Fantasy should bring out a beam up? Maybe that's what we should do. I mean, do there here. is one. There is multiple of them. <laughs> I knew that. Final I'm Fantasy just testing at seven, you. right? <laughs> no. I don't know. You're making it seem like it did. No, there's other ones that are awesome. I mean, the Warrior of Light, Furion, um, Bart. There's Terra. There's the Onion Knight. The Warrior of Light is extremely vague because most main characters of the Final Fantasy games used to be Warrior of Light. Don't you dare talk about one of my 90 husbandos like that. <laughs> what about the child of light? There's a child of light. No, no, there is not. No. I mean, that's a, that, that is a game, but anyway. Yes, we're not. From fish. Oh my god. No. No. Oh, I know what game that is. Oh, never mind. No. That's another game I will never play ever again. Too many children? Why are you um, deleting the space in all of them? <laughs> Imagine Something a game I can where do you were stuck useful. in a cradle and you Who is Anonymous Dolphin and who is defacing my notes? <laughs> Rev, do not let them, do let them railroad you like this. Keep going, mate. Stay on track. So that was the very first thing they showed in the Direct before anything. It was just the trailer for that. Now we're going to the very end of the Direct. The very last thing they showed was a announcement reveal trailer for Splatoon 3, which is announced and coming out in 2022. So still a year to go from now, but you know, it exists and that's very exciting to me. The only thing I saw from that trailer is someone finally did it and destroyed France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, you do see the fucking Eiffel Tower upside down in the background in the desert, so rip France. They did it. I mean... <laughs> It's been I'm killed a few times. By the announcement, but uh, considering that I had a lot of gripes with Splatoon two, and I don't know if they're going to fix them for Splatoon three. Oh, uh, well, for for a start, it, like my main interest of playing Splatoon was to do it with friends, and then we realised that like playing on the same team with friends like was not easy. <laughs> no. like, well, I mean, I, it kept on I, shuffling the teams around and I fucking hated that. Like, just I, let me play I, on the same poxy bloody team. To me, that's actually part of the fun to just, like, just be able to sometimes just fucking slap your teammates and sometimes just play with them. Like, it's a very laid-back casual game. You don't take it seriously. Or you I, know, I know fun. that, but I, I prefer playing with friends, not against. That's fair. It's just a personal preference for me, so it, it wasn't really, you know, Helpful for I mean, me, Nintendo and, and being good at doing multiplayer. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you, can, you can always just do Salmon Run as well, if you want I mean, to do co-op stuff. I didn't when mind it going. personally. 
Well, they so made someone run. The bloody the time-based content, the content. Can... Well, they made they made someone run like per permanent for. Like, I I yeah, stopped playing that because uh... I, mean, I I I can't speak for Splatoon since I never played it. As someone it's... who has benched it for too long and spent way too much time on it, I can say all I request for is, please make Callie and Marie great again. Please. <laughs> They're gonna. It's probably just gonna be another pair of idols. But, but. That's not what I want. I want Kelly and Marie. Well, you can't. You can't. You can't <laughs> then I'll cry. You're not getting Tifa. And you're not getting Kelly and Marie. I'll cry. Don't test <laughs> me. I'll okay, cry. Right. I'll re. Don't test me. <laughs> the, the next news is actually a lack of news because they basically just announced that Breath of the Wild 2 <laughs> is not getting news yet and that they will release and talk more about it later in the <clears throat> future, which people. As always, get upset about because I bet that was a big I, boo moment. Boo. I like how they're forgetting that. They're like <clears throat> when they said that there's not going to be any Breath of the Wild two, uh, two news yet, they immediately yeah. assumed that like there's not going to be any at all. Uh, but but people get upset because like it's it's Zelda's 35th anniversary like a few days ago. So people are like, we wanted news now. It's like just let them release it when it's released. Who the fuck? They're cares? just gonna. Release remakes. I'm not only sad it's not Twilight Princess. I mean, want an oven-ready Zelda. Yeah, I mean that's later in the news. How could you yeah. forget like Majora's Mask or Wind Waker? Come on. Those, those were we released already. I mean, yeah, the way but I, I mean like it. Twilight Princess <laughs> and and. Wind Waker were on the Wii U, so it's technically dead game. My, my <laughs> argument is, we're we're still only in February. There is still a lot of the year left yeah. to go, so yeah, there is still, still plenty of space for like the actual yeah. 35th anniversary to happen. I mean, technically, I Mario's is still going because that's, yeah. that's not officially quote unquote over until the first of March. Uh, I'm so, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so I'd, I'd imagine maybe a couple of months or so after that, maybe even the same time last year that we had the Mario directly, they might do one for Zelda and then we'll get a similar thing for that. Then. What I'm saying is, like, it, it it didn't happen now, but that doesn't mean to say it's not going to happen. <laughs> so there's still a yeah. chance, right? Basically, not, yeah. Not, not for Tifa, but yes. <laughs> if I keep hoping, my maybe Tifa might is not going to be in the Legend of Zelda. I just want Milky. I'm deprived. <laughs> but yeah, like the way I expect it to be is for them to just do a Zelda anniversary direct, like they did for Mario. So just you know, wait for whenever that thing is likely. But yeah, uh, next up they announced a new Mario Golf game, which Dave? this this Dave, I was about to oh, say, yeah, Dave, I, you like I golf. I like golf. So, yep. you know, go watch the trailer and talk about it. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Okay, let's do that. We can do that live. I'll do it live with the listeners. Yeah, do right, it live. Come on. Okay, so there's Mario. He's wearing a nice little golf outfit with a little <laughs> little cap. And he's just uh -huh. hit a ball down a very, very neon green fairway. And he's just, he's just chipped it on. And he's got it in the hole. Well done. Super Mario Rush. Um... It looks like a, a pretty standard golf game, guys, realistically. You've got the trajectory, you've got where you're aiming for, you've got shot power. You know, I don't think there's anything that innovative here. It's just inside the Mario universe, you can play as different Nintendo characters playing golf, from what I can tell. Yeah, however, like, later on in the trailer, there is a new game mode they're showcasing, which is called Speed Golf, which is you get to hit your ball, and then you have to physically run after it to hit it again, and you can use, like, power-ups and all that to disrupt your opponents or go faster and whatnot. I'd say Vodka Golf. 
from so another Mario ago. Party game where you will just end up ruining friendships. Yeah, basically, <laughs> which is the best for Nintendo fashion. With the motion control, you play like together that. with friends, you end end friendships. Yeah. What about no, golf no. battle royale? <laughs> Isn't that a thing already? <laughs> I, know, I, I know it's already like fucking Need for Speed battle royale, so I wouldn't be oh. surprised. Hey, Look at least Waluigi's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it in some games. Yeah, Still I quite like this, Smash, That's though. a good idea. I tell you what, golf games on like you do like um, couch mode, like one shared screen, and you pass the controllers around. It's yeah, a good, fun way to spend some time with some mates. Honestly, but, yeah, honestly, know. the the Mario sports games are always like pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, the latest Mario Tennis one is actually pretty fun. Yeah, I'd agree a bit of a shame that, if you yeah. got a Nintendo Switch, you can't play that with the with the Joy-Con controller though. The light version you of me. Can. The lights, well, yeah, the light you can't because you can't detach the Joy Cons. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can still play it, just not with the motion controls. But you yeah. can yeah, just go ahead and get other controllers. <laughs> what you was can, that, Rose? You can sync up the Joy Cons to even though you can't physically use them All right, yourself. Yeah. Oh, you can. So you okay. can because I have done it before for like three of us to play Splatoon together. And then we found uh, out okay, you can't do it that way. But I did figure out for <laughs> Mario Kart we could. So, yeah. hence why I have two switches and I'm waiting for the third because I'm like Animal Crossing. I see you. If I ever if I ever find my switch, this is a game I will buy. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 well, that's a guarantee. I, Nintendo I, I, sponsor I, I, Dave. So upset having been barred to look for it. I have really, really tried. I ended up having to buy another switch. one because I hadn't lost. I'd lost it. Like, so yeah, just I didn't really stole try. it. Yeah. If I ever buy a switch, I will look at that game. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, next, I like next, it. It looks good. Next news: Nightfire Europe. <laughs> oh, is this that. is this Nightfire reviews the Monster Hunter movie? No, not the no, movie. No. The Monster Hunter Rise trailer. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> see if he movie, rises to the occasion. The of, yeah, uh, the movie of the game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Monster Hunter Rise got another new trailer. Uh, this time highlight in the rampage which is uh, a new sort of i guess you could call it game mode that they're introducing where you fight uh, a bunch of monsters at once that are sort of literally rampaging their way <clears throat> through a stronghold destroying the entire place so you need to use various different siege weapons in order to fight them off because it looks like there's going to be like five monsters to deal with at once which is really chaotic and in addition to that, there will be a Apex, which is sort of like a leader of the pack. Um, so it w that you could call the, the boss of this rampage. And uh, it's an another monster, but it's incredibly souped up. Like, it's much darker in color. It's got all these red glowy bits. It's looking much meaner than normal. So looking super cool. In addition to that, they also showed off some new monsters. We've got Raknakadaki, which is a new spider monster, which I'm super excited about because I love the spider monsters. We've only had one before, so now we've got two. The other one's not in the game yet, but I'm just happy that we got another uh, spider right. regardless. And we also got a new leviathan called Almadron, which is... Oh, the polar opposite to another sort of leviathan we got called Mizutsu. So we've gone from a bubbly, soapy, clean dragon to a uh, a muddy, dirty, but still otherwise cool dragon instead. And I love him, and I will protect. <laughs> I don't think that's the point of the game. I love him. I want to murder him and get his armor. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and also on top of that, like shortly after the Turek, they actually announced that there will be even more news on the 8th of March. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Just not stopping the, the hype train with Monster Hunter. The Which only I'm thing I'm worried about, they're using a l doing the same thing again as they did in Monster Hunter World, but this time they're doing it the, with the Leviathans. Oh, you, mean like, you mean every monster's a Leviathan instead of a Raphael? Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess. I think they're just making up for the fact that there weren't any Leviathans at all in World. That's probably why we got two <coughs> new ones now. It's because this is still technically Gen 5. They're making up for the lack of Leviathans in World and Iceborne by obviously making but They're two making new up ones for the lack of ones. any monster. Yes. <laughs> I mean, as a whole, I'd still say that there's a more varied monster lineup than we have with World. I mean, oh, like I said, we got a new Leviathan, but we also have a new Tandaserum, which is what they class the spider monster uh, in Monster Hunter. So, yeah. You know, and it's also worth noting that Almadron fights completely differently to the other Leviathans. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that is forgiven. I'd say that that that's a big that, that that's the biggest difference. It actually fights different. Because cool. like, in, in world we had like several fanged wyverns just being recycled. All right, yeah. So I hope it won't be. Similar to that. That's my only fear. Yeah, I mean, only time will tell. Yep. Next up is a very bad working title, Project Triangle Strategy, which <laughs> is a game in. What makes it so bad, Rev? It's because you don't want to see someone mean. playing a game called Project Triangle Strategy. That just sounds stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's just Triangle Strategy. It's <laughs> <laughs> the project. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Square, it is a game. Hexagon, Pentagon. <laughs> it is a game Dodecahedron. in the exact same art style as Octopath Traveler. Some love it, some hate it. Some like whatever. It's nice, like I guess. The style. Yeah, I think it looks nice. Yeah. I quite like the style. It's, HD 2D. However, instead of being turn-based RPG in the same way as Octopath Traveler, it seems to play more in a Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics style gameplay, which is this uh, top-down-ish view, and you control your units. Uh, Turn by turn, shooty XCOM. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess. I'm like, I guess. It's yeah, a, it's, it, a, it's a nice art style. I mean, I'm, I dig it. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. It seems like the big emphasis will be on your actions actually changing the outcome of a story. Goodbye, someone. Uh, Nightfire. Oh dear, I'm sure he'll be back. <laughs> well, let's hope <laughs> he doesn't uh, hate the title that much, does he? <laughs> <laughs> A tactical okay. RPG that will test your courage of your convictions. Nightfire like Night is hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's secretly a, a dev on the game and he's really offended that I called the name shit. So they've got like three primary colors here. There's like a red, yellow, and green like, flame. Guess what oh, else? Just remade balancing. Fire Ember Free Houses. Except yeah, that's yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Probably different I mean, factions. Guess why it's called Triangle Triangle. Yeah, okay. Just I, I already feel free. stupid, you're not helping. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it, I it guess there's going to be like some definite like triple, like you pick your team structure out of these different things and stuff. Yeah, but it seems interesting enough. I hope it's not just 
marketing words, the whole like, you know, your actions change how a story affects on Because like a lot of times big devs say that, but it doesn't fucking end up being the case at all. Like, so I just hope it actually... You know, they've matters. actually trademarked Project Triangle Strategy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. They really like it. <laughs> I don't. They're worried someone else is going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Next. Before we move on, do we know, is it just going to be a Nintendo release, or is it coming to any other consoles? Uh, I don't think they announced it yet, but I would assume that it probably would be on the Switch first, if anything. Octopath came on Steam eventually. Yeah, yeah but it was later. But I'm yeah. fine with that. I mean, that's the only one I care about. I care about the other consoles. That's why it comes to PC. Nightfire's Mac. Welcome, Mac. Yeah. Wow, my internet just fucking died. Holy hell. <laughs> we were about to swap subject, but is there anything you want to say about Project Triangle Strategy? Uh, I think it looks promising. Um, I did yeah. like Octopath. Uh, I hope they sort the problem of uh, the really ridiculously long boss battles. All right. Because uh, I found the boss fights in Octopath. Um, took about a week and a minute, and it was the minute that pissed me off <laughs> to finish. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the bosses don't have as much health in tri Triangle. Uh, or you can do strategy. more damage. Well, given that it's like a different <laughs> gameplay style entirely, I assume you know. Oh, yeah. It's different. just, you know, being made by the same team and looking All right, yeah. pretty identical to... <laughs> well, to I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, they trademarked that art style, so... Yeah. Yeah, but no, nice I, I do think it looks promising. It's so, so annoying that they trademark art styles so they limit it for other, for other oh, studios they, to use. Yeah, there's that's so really much, shit. There's a lot of stuff that's weirdly trademarked. Like, the reason you can't have mini games during loading screens is because that's trademarked by Atari, I think. So well, if... Yeah, no, it was Namco Bandai that did it. Yeah, so if you, have, if you want to have a mini game in your loading screen, you have to fucking pay them royalties. So no one does it. Pat that, that patent already... Right, no, pat it's not a patent trademark. Fuck. I fucking hate the game industry sometimes. Yeah. Hat, you're up for the next. Ah, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> go, go on! <laughs> so, so, not so little to go by. <laughs> yeah. Squad-based online multiplayer game set between episodes 6 and 7. But there's been no gameplay shown. Yeah, it exists. Looking at the trailer, it looks like that is on... Probably Nalhutta, judging by the sort of style of Tarween. No, Nalhutta, Narshida, that's the one. No, you know, yeah, it would be Nalhutta, it's more desert one. But yeah, it's sort of very criminal underworld looking like Jabba's Palace style. Who knows? Would, do we even, did they even say what it would be for? Well, I assume it's on the, Nintendo Switch. The, yeah. the Switch, and I, I don't yeah. know what else. It's, it's probably going to be on everything else. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Doesn't seem like something that would be Switch only. Who knows? Could be shit, could be not, but I'm always hesitant whether to score. Here's a trailer. It doesn't show anything. So, moving on! <laughs> Next up, No More Heroes 3 got more news. It has a release date this time, which is in August 2021, so not too far away from here, a few months. And as well as uh, actually some gameplay to it, and it looks like it's bringing back some of the overworld exploration and all that that No More Heroes 1 had, which the second one lacked. And it just seems like it, they're sticking to it with the whole, this game is fucking stupid, and we love it. <laughs> yeah. I love stupid. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's a fantastically great. stupid game. 
Yeah, I, I actually got um, No More Heroes on the Switch recently. Oh, uh, the both uh, of them? Uh, just the one at the moment. Yeah, uh, just, I was just trying to see uh, if I like the first game before trying the, the second. Yeah, it's real fun, though. Yeah, I, I do like it a lot. Um, definitely showed its age a bit because, oh my right. lord, the repetitive death sounds. Like, I, 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 I can handle the, uh, the the very barren overworld, but in combat, every enemy makes the same death sound of just going, yeah! and it's just yeah! that over and over and over again. I feel like I'm losing my fucking mind. That means the game's working. <laughs> like, uh, but apart from that, yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time. <laughs> but no, I, I, I did enjoy it a lot. So I, I love how creative these guys are, though, with this, this stuff. I mean, they, it just comes from such a, a really nice um, gaming pop culture background in terms of all yeah. of it's It's lovely, and manga and all that stuff. It's it's just so cool. I love it. Yeah, Travis Touchdown's a lovable retard. <laughs> yeah, his entire, his entire character is that he's just a fucking dork. He's an absolute, he's an absolute weeb and a neat, and that's literally what he is. Yeah. I'm always a fan of games that like they can take themselves seriously, but also when it's like, yeah, we're gonna have fun here. Yeah. Gonna, this is gonna be fun, and just if you, that's all it needs to be. Yeah, that's something. Like uh, the story is stupid, doesn't take itself seriously, and it works. I mean, Next most up, Japanese games don't take themselves seriously, so that's why it's mostly those kind of JRPGs are fun. All right. Next up, I believe Nightfire, you're the one who's played this the most out of us here. Uh, sorry, let me just. I've got it's Haru Warriors. Hyrule Warriors. Yes. Um, honestly, not a lot to go by here. Right? They, they, yeah. they just sort of like had a weird teasery sort of thing. Potentially showing new characters, maybe. It, it, like I say, it was really hard to grasp. Yeah, um, I mean, it was just like. The expansion pass. There's going to be a new roster and all that. Look forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say I'm surprised really. Age of Calamity oh, being yeah, un- arguably the best of the the Warriors s game. Because no disrespect to Persona Strikers, I don't think it adopted the Warriors gameplay style quite as right. effectively as Zelda did. Yeah. Huh. Look- I was going to say, K- Kanda's going <laughs> to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I still think <laughs> it's a fucking out. I mean, no offense to any Atlas fans, but Persona 5 kind of ruined the Shin Megami Tensei series. No! Because everyone thinks that Persona no! is, is the true root no! of like, oh my god, this has Shut relationships. It's a, the Persona 5 game. Oh my god, it has pyramids. It's a Persona 5 game. It's... That's just the fan base being trash. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the exactly. fan base is really fucking oof. They're like... Fucking, they're like any freaking K-pop fan base in a way. Yeah. They're that toxic. It's like it's absolute acid on skin. Yeah. So it's, it's like just, it's just hilarious <laughs> when any other game has the real town of Shibuya and they're like they copied Persona Five. It's like Shibuya exists in real life. It's yes. not a Persona Five town. No, like um, when it came down to it, Atlas has always focused heavily in Tokyo. Like their other game, uh, Tokyo yeah. Mirage Sessions, it's in Shibuya as well. Same thing. They have different areas too. They have like. Well, that's, um, that's because they copied Persona Five. No, it is the same company. <laughs> Atlas made. I, I know that. <laughs> you, you didn't. You did. No, because Persona Five came after. 
<laughs> I know. But like the joke is like games that like are fucking twenty years old. People look at it and it's like this copied Persona Five. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. The fan base would. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Speaking of Canada, you're up for the next news. Uh-uh. The World's uh. End Club. By the Danganronpa and Zero Escape devs. <laughs> I have been staring at this game, and the pain of it not being out yet is really, really painful. Um, I've been, I've been trying to find as much as I can. It's harder to translate it, honestly, right. because. Whew, Danganronpa? Danganronpa. Oh. Close. Because close, got a song that goes with it. it kind and then Gundam Rampa time. It's one of those games <laughs> that kind of reminds me. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say, Gundam? Um, it kind of reminds it, 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 me. This looks like, basically, <clears throat> we have Danganronpa, we have Zero Escape. Let's add Bioshock to it. And we go underwater. Oh, yes. um, Would you agree with that description? No, it's not. Exactly <laughs> oh, it's not exactly Bioshock. It's more like we take Rapture. But. So as I was saying, was that it's kind of like yes, it's like Dan Europa in a way. It has a little bit of the look of Bioshock, but it kind of reminds me more of The World Ends with You. Yeah, great. Well, I, I wouldn't exactly say it's Bioshock, but it's all more the underwater part and part the like underwater yeah, let's theme, yeah. Any any underwater city is just rapture. Yes, exactly. No, it's Atlantis, of course. It's like every Atlantis persona. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. So I mean, it is a cliffhanger version of the game that was released on the Apple Arcade for iOS last year during September fourth. But I I don't know how to explain. It's one of those games where I actually I am really excited, but I haven't been able to get into much information since a lot of it would have to deal with me sitting there for hours translating things to make sure it makes sense. So right. <laughs> me trying to do that recently has been I've been caught up with a lot of horror. It feels it feels like it's quite heavily focused around multiplayer though. It is. In yeah. well no it's one uh -huh. of those ones <laughs> it's it's I really should it's a club, right? This. Knows. It's a club, so you know. Okay, because there was, there was a, that, that's the worst justification I've ever heard. C L U B. It's a club. Rev. It has club in the name, therefore it's a co-op game. It's just Pokemon kids get murdered. Yeah. Drowned. I mean, you can murder people by drowning. It's on the hat. Come on. So I can give you guys a, a quick rundown of the scenario. So of course they're in elementary school in Tokyo, as you can see. Uh, they're the Gold Getters Club. All these kids you see, oddball kids from all over Japan. So one of the kids and the other members somehow are different than the other kids around them. One day during the summer, while on the bus, their class trip, they kind of got into an accident. They end up underwater once they wake up, and it's a theme park. Wow. Um, yeah, nowhere some mysterious clan orders them to play a game of fate. So you are pretty much, yes, you are pretty much playing Dan Rompa, but it is a side-scrolling puzzle action adventure game set in the 1990s. Oh, the best years. So it's like Day on Rumpa with a twist. Imagine you are dealing with Ultra Despair Girls again, where you're dealing with those little kids, but instead, um, yeah. It, it's heavily just like a lot of the Spike Chunsoft games, where it's always a game of life and death. So it, it's good if you enjoy the nonary games, and you enjoy picking who lives and who dies out of your friends. 
<laughs> the best way to play any game. Oh it's yeah, my it's, it's one of those games where I don't think the trailer showed how dark it's going to potentially be. But, it's going to be. It's going to be a game of Russian roulette. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Thank you, Rose. Yeah. Anytime. You know what? For the next one, Kaito, you're up. Oh, what? Pressure's on. Come on. Before you get too tired, come on. <laughs> come on before you fall asleep. Okay, so Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. So it's basically the... That's the highest Wii I've port. ever heard you talk. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Dave? That's <laughs> the highest I've ever heard you talk. Basically, it's one of the I think it's one of the last Zelda games that came out on the Wii, and it's now being ported to the Switch, and has now actual controller support instead of just motion control support. Yeah, the sort of the, the the play scheme is sort of reminding me of Rising Revengeance in a way. Yeah, kinda. So Basically, the... Skyward Sword is the start of any Zelda timeline, since it starts... Yeah, it's literally... the very first. <laughs> yeah, the quote-unquote first game, chronologically. <laughs> yeah, we're... At... Well, actually, I'm not... It's an old game, I can may as well spoil the ending. Basically, Hyrule actually <laughs> descends onto the land. And that's actually not even a heavy spoiler. Fucking spoilers. <laughs> Fucking but spoiler, yeah, Nintendo it's actually a fucking old game, but how the, how the story was before it even basically came out, a new but... <laughs> generation is able to play this game now. I just spoiled half of it, not really. Aren't they charging like seventy quid? Six for this, sixty quid for 50. a. Po <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it is with like <laughs> every single license. Now I gave it fifty. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, sixty, sixty dollars, fifty quid. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, a bit pricey for pricey uh, for a, a ten. Is it a ten-year-old game now? Actually, of a ten-year-old game. Um, I think eight. But during the original, in its original release, you also got a, the whole soundtrack with it as well. And when you purchase it, so it's kind of a massive downgrade for what they're selling. I mean, consider this: Master Chief Collection is thirty pound, and you get all the games that have been updated. <laughs> Like, and they've been remastered, really. Yeah, well. remastered. They got cross-platform. They've had a lot of stuff done. And yeah, they got like new multiplayer modes. Yeah, Anyways. what Nintendo has done to that <laughs> is a bit <laughs> questionable. Next up is Dave. Oh, what am I up to? What's this? Because you actually played this game. I think I the have only one it. out Four of us. Guys arrives oh, on the it. Switch. Oh, you this summer. Oh, so if you don't know what Fall Guys was, it was that sort of like week at one point during like the world of lockdown that everyone got excited about a new game that came out that wasn't very good and wasn't going to last very long. <laughs> and now it's on Switch. So it's like, yeah. it's, it, it's like, I suppose, um, Battle Royale, but on a, a gymnastics course kind of thing, I suppose. Or maybe like Gladiators where you're trying to get or through the... The Travelators or Wipeout, yeah. yeah. So that's a good one. So yeah, like it's anything like that. So you all start out, you all run across this thing. You got to make jumps, jump on twirly things and spinny things and bouncy things, and maybe you'll get to the end and it whittles it down and down and down and eventually you win. You're the last man standing, but you're not really a man. You kind of, I don't know, marshmallow in a suit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. It's weird, but now Check it's on Switch, so you know you can do it. You're wearing a condom, a coloured condom. I am. 
<laughs> so you know you get to pick all the different colored condoms you want and um you know or onesies if you like you know make it more child friendly um you can even dress up as like cheese string or dinosaurs or anything at all really um yeah it's pretty good fun for about half an hour and then you'll move on to a real game <laughs> Like among us, I would literally offend any person who plays this. Like, seriously. I mean, really seriously plays it. No one seriously plays this. Really. Well, not only that, like fucking four guys have dropped off really hard. Like nowhere near as many people play oh, yeah. it now. So. <laughs> yes, ref. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, there was that big. Um, there was this one streamer that like couldn't win one because it starts out with like fifty people and it whittles oh, down. Yeah. And, and he went on. For, he was going on for days and days without winning one, wasn't he? And that was getting him loads of views. And then that spiked the game's success rate, and it all kind of happened in sort of like a few weeks of craziness. And I remember we definitely, we definitely had like um, someone might have even been doing a live stream. I think it might have been Barmy who mm -hmm. was doing like a twenty-four hour stream, and we played quite a lot of it on one of them. So, I mean, it was you know, it's good fun with your mates and stuff for a little bit. Um, yeah, I hope it's not too is. expensive. I hope it's really cheap. Couldn't you only have like a max party of four to go in a match with? Which yeah, kind of was you a big could. Thing of... That's a shame. So, for reference, in August 2020, when the game came out, had an average player base of 120,000. In the last 30 days, it has an average player base of 9,000. <laughs> so you know, it's it's dipped a little bit. So I mean, it's still not the worst I've seen. Yeah, it's not the worst, but it's uh. Pretty bad still. If you're going to buy it on the Switch, guys, don't spend a lot of money on it, please. Yeah. Um, it's really not Aunt worth it. Ball for the market, in fact. <laughs> guys, don't fall. I mean, a, lot of, guys. A, a lot of just uh, PlayStation players got it for free anyways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was on like, PlayStation Plus or whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why it got as popular as it did, because it was free to a lot of people. It didn't cost you yeah. anything, yeah. So, next up is one I'm personally actually kind of excited about, is the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection on the Switch, which is a it's remaster... It's also coming out on Steam and other uh, next-gen consoles. Well, I'll be picking that up. Well, there you go. Which is a remaster of Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, and Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. They have terrible naming conventions. The collection releases in June 10, and I'm honestly very looking forward to it. I played one of the old Ninja Gaiden games. I don't remember which, because I was fucking teenager. So I was looking into this, because uh, I've been quite interested in trying the Ninja Gaiden games myself. Apparently, Sigma is actually already a remake, and apparently it's a very bad one. Apparently, Sigma's not very good. Oh, I'm looking Would forward you to it even more. deny that? <laughs> I am looking forward to but it even more. Yeah, that's that's just what I've heard. I don't know if that's got any truth of the matter. It's just because uh, there's been a lot of hate surrounding the Nintendo directors. Like, uh, oh, do people being excited for Ninja Gaiden? They're just not even, you know, taking note of the fact that this that these are apparently really bad remakes or something. Doesn't even have Mario in. Not a Nintendo yeah, game. Well, in celebration, Neo Two actually got a Ninja Gaiden skin because it's from the same team. All right, yeah. Is this Super Smash? It looks like Super Smash. What? What Super Smash? <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, that's that's so the You know what, like, Dave? Footage. Yeah? You're the next game. <laughs> it, oh, this nice. is a game you would play because you'd hate it. Uh, Mytopia. Mytopia. Oh, God. Oh, Mytopia. <laughs> this is a game you definitely would 
not enjoy. Oh, these okay. So when you create a character uh, on a console, a Nintendo console, you get to create a uh, an MII character, and um, <laughs> I don't know how you, you know you've got all, like you know facial expressions and you know pick your hair and pick your outfit and all this sort of shit. So you can take that character you've created into some absolutely hell bent awful <laughs> place where you can hang out and change your facial expressions and your lipstick and your eyebrows. It's it's just play Animal Crossing for Christ's sake. It's way better. <laughs> okay, then. I mean, the difference is this is a fucking RPG, Dave. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you, you're awful. sort of missing the fact that this is an RPG. It looks so bad. There's got to be better RPGs uh, for you the, to spend your time. Here, here's the thing, Dave. I've heard Metopia is actually really good. Oh wow, it looks terrible. <laughs> the fun <the, the> <laughs> thing about it is, if you can do some fun things with your maze, like making them, yeah. Yeah, making them your friends or like celebrities and stuff, because I believe it randomly picks, yeah, like, like the maze like, on the system to be in like your party members, the oh, villains, yeah. the enemies, yeah. stuff like that. Like Dude, that's where the fun is, Dave. In case you were wondering, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Dave Thank you very much. Know that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go, Dave. You can pick it up and recreate everyone from Alt into it. You could, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's like Altland the RPG. PUBG <laughs> did stuff like that. It looked on your Steam friends list and pulled the names in to name the people you were killing. That was quite good. Yeah, I appreciate that. Okay, fine. Next but other up, than that, it looks scary. Sorry. Next, next up, our visual novel expert, Canada. Oh, visual novel expert. I like that title. Yes. You, you're up for the next one. Famicom Detective. Oh. For the Famicom oh. Detective Club. Wait, 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 what? What? <laughs> no, you said it really quick. I was like, wait, wait, what are you talking about? You're, 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 you're We're on to now. Uh, letter O. Famicom Detective Club. Do you have the notes? Yes. Yes. Um, it is O. Honestly... I have, I have yet to actually catch up on that. You can do what I do and just read out what it says and then so, laugh. Um, it's Famicom Detective Club, The Missing Hire, and the um, girl stands behind. So they're two old Japanese visual novel style games, and we're going to get the, well, the modernization one, the localization one, on May 14th. So, Way! Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I I am not caught up with stuff, unfortunately. Famicom sounds rude. Also, is that not one you sent me that you were looking at? Also, yes. I, I, the name weirded me out because Famicom is the name of the bloody NES in Super Japan. Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, well, the original Famicom Detective Club came out, if I remember right, like really long ago. Yeah, 1988. Like the, these are 40 year old games ish. Wow. Speaking of 40-year-old, we've Hello, got Ian. someone who's just jumped in to help us with the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Ian. Yeah. Uh, one of you summoned me. Oh. I wonder who that would be. <laughs> oh, yes. Dark Lord Stan. <laughs> a quick what have you been playing, and how are you? I've not clicked on any links here, so I don't think you're getting my voice. I, I can hear you in um, Discord, and I can capture it that way, so don't worry. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, I've pretty much only been playing um, Tarkov. And <laughs> I think that is about it. You joined us for a bit of Star Citizen fighting the fleet battle. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I played some Modern Warfare with you. And, and yes, okay, you're, you can all remember better than me. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> but, 
<laughs> apparently my head's just fucked, so there we are. Um, anyway, my work here is done. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> so, next up is just basically a reminder that Bravely Default 2 is releasing on the 26th. Like, trailer doesn't show anything too new that we didn't know about. It's just more Bravely Default. Did it just repost the default trailer? No, it's a, it is a new trailer. But, you know, it, it's still just like, you no. Know, we know what Bravely Default is if you've played any of the previous ones. And we know that it's coming out on the 26th. Like, they didn't announce any new stuff. Which, it's, you know, a pretty, it's a pretty looking game. Yeah, no, it is. Like, it, I'm, I'm interested enough by it. It's got a huge following um, with the... More specifically, Bravely Default and not Bravely Second. Yeah. Just because this is another one of those games that has a really weird naming, <laughs> naming convention. It's a Bravely Default, a Bravely Second, and then a Bravely Default 2. <laughs> but, but Bravely Second is the sequel to Bravely Default story-wise, and Bravely Default 2 is an entirely new story. Yeah. And, and next we have... Kaito. Sam yes, with Samurai Warrior 5. I have no clue what the hell that's supposed to be. Dynasty Perfect. Warriors. It's but Dynasty Samurai Warriors Warrior. for Japan instead. Okay, there you have it. I have no clue what <laughs> anything about it. If, if if listeners know Dynasty Warriors games, it's one of those. It's a Musou yeah, like, game. Yeah. It's, it's probably even more like D Dynasty Warriors than any other like the Warriors spin-off games. <laughs> it's Honestly, pretty identical. I think most of the news can go fairly fast, so you know what, Ian, you do three of them. I, I do the online contribute. I don't care. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> Rap's no bullshit. If you don't have the notes open, I'll pass it. I, I've just sent them to him. He's got. He can, he can read on out. We're, we're on R. R. <laughs> I didn't come here to start because none of this. I know nothing. Oh, but yeah, it's fine, mate. It's all. It's all good. <laughs> There's a new Legend of Mana game. Re it's being remastered. Twenty fourth of June. Okay. Woo! One. Next. Um, <clears throat> Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. It's a new entry in the franchise, and that's being released on the 25th of February. And your first one. Yeah, he's already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> two, two days from the point of recording, however, it might be yesterday by the time you hear this. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Such disclaimer. Neon White. Uh, oh. Yeah, so, it's, Is it's that racist? New, uh... <laughs> I mean, that's the name of the character. The protagonist you play as is called Neon White. That's all right, you can okay. leave that bit out. You, you play as some sort of uh, demon assassin in heaven, uh, shooting loads of uh, demons and whatnot. Looks like an FPS, yeah, an FPS yeah. card game. I'm yeah. actually really interested in this. I'm keeping an eye on it. It does look really good. Seems quite interesting. Yeah. Next um, we have Sega Frontier Remastered, which Sega. Sega. Oh, it's different. Saga. No. Yeah, no, it was made uh... by Square, which was Squaresoft at the time. <laughs> it's basically one of the games that predated slash, like, was the start of the Final Fantasy Saga. And this one was made in 1988, so also fairly old. So, you know, um, it looks nice enough, honestly, and it's nice that they're adding some extra content to it as well. So, you know, looking forward to it. There's a, I'm noticing a trend here with the, just the general theme of the content, and there's quite a lot of nostalgic 
um, yeah. fondly looking back on. Yeah. As 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 funny as enough, this, BlizzCon did exactly the same thing. Yeah. We'll take that for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's what devs are doing because it's easier to just fucking retake what you did years ago that people like than create something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new IPs, especially when we can't get together and really brainstorm and stuff. Which, you know Next up is Dave, because I'm, I just, I hate the trailer. So oh, Knockout City! <laughs> Dodgeball, <laughs> but uh, an entire city! I, well, I really from what I can tell, I hate the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. You may want to the trailer is really cringy. Yeah, there's just like, yeah. it's, yeah. It's, it's like a Ubisoft trailer, but with fictional characters yeah. rather it's than... Like, yeah. Not quite a Counter-Strike character, not quite a World of Warcraft character, whatever the fuck the sprite pixie thing is, just yeah. talking about this bloody dodgeball game. So I imagine, right, you, uh, for the listener's benefit here, I'm trying to describe it. So you've got a map, you load into a map, and then you've obviously got two teams, and um, you've got to like hit the other team with a ball... Yeah, I guess, or and you can spin up like Sonic and hit people. Yeah, and it's really. Confusing. It seems like a really good game for Twitch in that it's just a fucking battle royale kind of thing with uh, a lot of noise. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, is not a battle, battle, battle royale. I'm watching yeah. it right now. It looks more like it's going to be a commercial for Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. <laughs> Uh, another one of our sponsors. And, and next up is a game aimed at Ian. So Ian, <laughs> <laughs> we're on W, Ian. What? Oh, what's the right? fucking can you, can you trailer? Right up your alley. T fuck. <laughs> Hi everyone. They see one superhero abomination. Arguably the highlight of the entire Nintendo Direct. <laughs> I can oh, everyone's like, reaction. Everyone's reaction was just what the fuck? <laughs> it this, looks like 360 era sort of like Nintendo game. Um what the this, Nickelodeon This looks sort more of like something you'd sell on a fucking mobile. <laughs> but the, like it might be fine for like those 10 13 year olds for sure but like as a non 30 year old this is just hilariously bad to me. <laughs> It's hard for us to comment on it, really, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Like, we're definitely not the game. It just reminds me of, like, the days of the Wii shovelware. (laughs) What about the whole concept of a game being made and focused at women? That's quite cool. Next up, hat. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they even... Plants vs. Zombies. Battle... I can't, I can't read that. Neighborhood, Neighborhood. Yeah, everyone's clicking below. And that's just a little <laughs> thing. I can't read the notes anymore. Plants of Zombies Battle for Neighbor Hill Complete Edition, which is... Well, it's Plants vs. Zombies. I can get that. Is it Guess All the DLC? No, it's a third-person shooter. Yeah, it's a first-person shooter one. Yeah, yeah, but is it all the Complete Edition, meaning everything that... Yeah, it means all the DLCs, it means you can unlock all of the skins and all that. Because like, this has play. been free on Xbox for quite a while, I think. Has it? Or at least... I, th- I think uh, the maybe previous not... game was. Okay, yeah, it... okay, fair. Well, I- I've heard these games are quite not fun. Not the complete but... edition. No. Yeah. I- I've heard these games are quite fun, but just generally did, like, people who liked it didn't have, like, it doesn't have enough of a player base. But yeah. it might be some point. 
I, I just found it a weird transition because obviously they were the very popular, or it was a very popular tower defense game at the time, and then suddenly it yeah, especially SPS. on phones, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it just seems like a really weird transition to me. Yeah, it's I don't know. I, like I've, I've, I've played sure it. it. I thought fun. it was really it just good fun. Did yeah. Me. Like yeah. who was the target audience for this game exactly? I don't know. But you know, like they tried something new and it worked. So you know, good props to them. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I probably played a few hours of it with around people's houses and stuff. Like, and it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good fun. Dave, you're old Hello. enough to remember our kids. I think you should. Take I this do. One. Yes, I used to literally camp out on the Street Fighter uh, arcade, Street Fighter Two Turbo, in uh, Haven Holiday Park near Exmouth in Devon. So we used to. I used to go there every summer. And uh, one year or two, like as I got into my kind of like I don't know eight or nine, ten years old, they started to have this really cool like beat 'em up stuff in the arcade. And I used to, I got so good, I was able to pretty much stay on there all day until my parents came looking for me, going, "Where the fuck's our son?" And like, yeah, <laughs> I've been able to stay like winter stays on kind of stuff. It was really good. Anyway, sorry, complete sidetrack. <laughs> yeah, the Capcom Arcade Studio. Opinion on it. I think someone's just crossed it out. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Dave's story was enough, really. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just a re-release of a bunch of old Capcom arcade games. I mean, is there really? I mean, much you know what? It, it uh, this is the kind of stuff I would actually buy as yeah. an older gamer because it's yeah, like, nostalgic. Nice. It's lovely for me to look like. Certainly think... now that arcades are shutting down because of COVID. Yeah, well, yeah. were still open. There's a bunch um, of. But I would, I would buy this. You know. Um, and I, I've just bought Sarah a, a Switch Lite, so I might get it on that, maybe. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, that, that's um, already out. Right. Yeah, okay, well, I might be thinking about it as one of the things I pick up. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I don't. I, there's nothing wrong with, like, you know, emulation, as, as long as it's not too expensive. Right. I don't want to pay £50 for this. You know? I'll let you know how much it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone here play the Outer Wilds? I haven't, no. and I don't want to hear what it's about because I actually do want to play it. Okay. Uh, I mean, it looks it looks intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I I do know you have like only a certain amount of time to solve a certain puzzle, and every time each time iteration, it's it's like Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next. The next three things are just ports, so I'll just quickly okay. go through them. In, in an attempt to try and find the price of this, I, ju- I found uh, a game on here called Puss. <laughs> <laughs> puss, just simply Puss. Yeah, it's just called Puss. <laughs> oh, like B-U-S-S. a cat Puss, not like yeah, a spot Puss. It's got puss. a picture of a cat there. Okay. <laughs> Bag Puss. So I'll, I will just quickly go through the next three because also, by the way, the Capcade, Capcom Arcade Studio is free. Oh, that's yeah, fantastic. I, I just that's noticed exactly. that now, yeah. That, that's Arcade fucking studio. perfect. That, that's that's so, all I, not what I expect from Nintendo. Thank you, Nintendo. Well, <laughs> Tales from fair, the Borderlands. Capcom, not Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Tales from the Borderlands, Stubbs the Zombie, and Apex Legends are all getting Switch ports. Does anyone care about any of them? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, some of our listeners may do, though. You never know, but uh, that's all the information we need to give them. There you go. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, if you like those games, then I mean, yeah, yeah. you're getting I, those games. I, I really don't yeah. see why you would ever want to play Apex on Switch over just anything else. Easy wins. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good reason. Okay, uh, g- going back to this arcade stadium, sorry. Uh, only one of them is free, Ghost and Goblins. You have to buy oh, the others in packs. Oh, how how yeah. much are the others? 
Um, they come in £12 packs. Okay. You want to buy packs one, two, and three all together, it's £30. <gasps> <sighs> yeah, oh, no. it's still, it's still cheaper. That's than way more than what I was expecting from a Nintendo type product. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo really is the Apple of game dev. <laughs> no, Nintendo is really the Disney of game dev. Well, yeah, yeah. I so, Hades like... physical edition on Switch was there a digital edition before? Yeah, it was, yeah. released digitally. Yeah, it was only digital before, now they just have it. I, I don't know if it's coming physical to the other systems. It, it just seems like a really weird announcement to me. Yeah, really. it's a weird thing to have in your direct as, like, this is a big thing. It's like, is it? Yeah, I mean, Enjoy, don't get me wrong, yeah. Hades, very good game, but, yeah, like, sure. I don't know why they're making a big thing of a physical release. I guess it's mostly just to promote, promote like, the... Because it's coming, like, with a little art book or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, I, the, I think the that's the main reason why you'd want it. But, I think it has yeah right. the art book and the soundtrack I think as well which both are just really good yeah it, like I still think it's a bit of a weird really, yeah. uh, announcement but you know it's there if you haven't got the game already for yeah. those that actually like the game now you can actually listen get the actual official copy yep. you wouldn't want that and then it I apparently moved the notes that's fine uh, yes. that's, <laughs> Like, it wouldn't be a Nintendo Direct without any Animal Crossing news, which is just because it's the Mario anniversary, we're getting Mario items, like, just outfits, coins, stars, blocks, pipes that you can actually use to teleport. It actually looks really nice. Like, you can create proper Mario worlds. Because the the Nintendo furniture has been a thing in Animal Crossing before, which was absent originally in New Horizons. Yeah. You know, if they're actually going to put this much effort into the Nintendo furniture now, yeah, I'm down for it. It it does look really convincing, especially the pipes. Like, being able to warp from one side of your island to the other is actually a really useful idea. (laughs) And finally, because Nightfire is here, you're up. So, uh, <laughs> alongside the announcement of Skyward Sword HD, they also announced two new Zelda-themed Joy-Cons. Uh, one has sort of like a Master Sword motif, the other has a Hylian Shield motif, and it's making me really want to buy them, annoyingly, as a Zelda fan. <laughs> it's really frustrating, especially since I won't even be using the Joy-Cons to play Skyward Sword, I'll be using a fucking controller. Yeah. <laughs> they look but lovely, I suppose, though. I suppose it would look nice on, on the sides of my Switch. <laughs> I think you need quite a dark-coloured Switch to make them yeah, work. Maybe. But they look I lovely. mean, the Switch nice is already colours. black. <laughs> well, you might not have been, I don't know. You might have gone gained well. it up, I'm not sure. Yeah, or you could have gone like, the, one of the Animal Crossing ones and all that. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, that is all the news shown at the Nintendo Direct. Well well done, Rev. Well done, Rev. Thanks. Now, for our Final Fantasy boys, can we get a very (laughs) quick run? Because this podcast has gone on quite a bit now. I had a plan to play Diablo 3 today. (laughs) 45 minutes. For only 45 minutes. I'll give a quick rundown. Okay. So the Final Fantasy 14 announcement stream happened a little bit ago. Normally, at the end of the year... There's a Final, there's a fan, uh, Final Fantasy Fan Festival, which is a physical thing that happens three different times, which is just, you know, a, a massive convention. They announce a new expansion, you have cosplay contests and all that. However, this time, obviously due to COVID, they just had a big stream that was live that showcased everything. They announced a new expansion, which, you know, uh, was I'm going to stop you right there. They're going, still going to do the Fan Fest in May, but... I know, I know, I know. But, like, this, like, did replace one and two of them, because nobody is free and we're only getting one Fan Fest. Yeah. 
So yes, but like we, this replaced the, uh, the late December and February fanfests normally. However, yes, new expansion revealed called Endwalker. The big thing is that, well, it comes out in fall 2021. And Final Fantasy XIV has had a continuous storyline since the start, since it released 10 years ago. However, that storyline is going to be ending in Endwalker. So this will be a 10-year-long story that comes to an end. However, there's still going to obviously there's going to be a start of a new storyline afterwards. So I am excitingly looking forward to it because the writing is top tier in that game. Along with it, two new jobs, which are the classes in that game. One new healer, one new physical DPS. Uh, they only revealed a healer, which is Sage, which uses fucking like Gundam-like blades in the back. Guns type That doesn't deal. sound very sagey. I was expecting like an old priest, not let, a... let alone healer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he, he just stabs you with Gundam blades and you get healed. <laughs> yeah, they announced the three new areas: Favnir, which is an island on the south coast, uh, the Empire capital of Garlemald, which has always been like present in the game, but we've never been able to go there. And now we're going to be able to go on the fucking moon. Which is, is that not the, the arch nemesis of the Smurfs? The moon? The capital. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Argamel, not Garlemald. <laughs> God fucking damn it. And of course, it's like they announced a lot of new things, but the main new thing is there's a new, a new type of game mode area announced, which was Island Sanctuary, which is basically this whole, this big island that you're going to be able to just grow crops in. Kind of like an Animal Crossing island where you can just grow crops, tend to your little minions, which are basically kind of like little pets. You know that you can grow stuff, sell them to other players. I, they said there's some interactivity of other players, so you might be able to have like a communal island type of deal. It sounds just like they said it's just a place to kind of relax and take stuff at your own pace, which sounds nice. Always like stuff like that in games. Yeah, likewise. And then they basically just announced that yeah, there is going to be another announcement with more news as well as detailing the next physical DPS in the next fan festival on the 14th and 15th which will be completely digital and completely free of charge, including the concerts. Unless you want special goodies in-game. Which I will. (laughs) (laughs) I think a game that you play as much as you do, Rev, it's all fine. Yeah, I mean, they're introducing the first ever eight-person mount, so I am (laughs) very much grabbing that. Is it your mum? It's a whale. (laughs) (laughs) It is a moon whale. Oh, it is your mum! <laughs> yes, that is that is all the news. And my throat hurts. The, the whale just represents up. any gotcha player ever. <laughs> so, uh, it's I your know. spirit animal hat. I believe this is the part where Dave and Hat talk about the next part. Yes. <laughs> thank you, honor, thank you, honorary podcast host. Yes, you did a really good job. Thanks, Thanks. To all of you, though. Like for all of your knowledge and expertise, we would be there would no be no podcast yeah. without that right now. Comes in me and Dio, kind of sat here and just doing some snarky comments now and then. But we don't yeah, that's all we're good for. So, if you were interested in joining the podcast or just taking part in any of these games, where can you find us, Dave? Well, that's a actually, great question. Rev. You forgot one important thing. Ah, oh, fuck. To forget to promote that Final Fantasy XIV has a free trial, 
that you can play up to the second <laughs> expansion up to level 60 <laughs> and you can play all the content up to level 60 you can play all the jobs yeah, all crafters cool. you can love them all and you won't be the only limit is you won't be able to make friends you won't be able to put things on the market. <laughs> you can't have any friends. <laughs> you you can have friends, life. you just can't uh, put any friends in your friend list. That's the limitation. Yeah. And you yeah. can't but put items on the market. But basically, you can play Final Fantasy base game as well as the first expansion for completely free forever. Like that, They expanded their trial to be very inclusive. And that's already like a few hundred hours of content and good story. So I recommend it to anyone and everyone. And other people that actually pay for the game can invite you to parties and you can actually do content yeah. with them. So like raids and such. So you can actually get end game gear without being locked out of paying the game. You know. Yeah, you can. Oh, yes. Something more important to promote. Dave, go! <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might have stumbled across this podcast while you were flailing about in the wilderness of game news, but luckily you landed here on this island of wonderful fun, wonderful, gorgeous, wonderfulness. Wonderful. Intisms. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes, so you might have found us on there. And, uh, you know, that's obviously a, the, one of the most popular places to get a podcast. And uh, we're also on Spotify. They're kind of new to the podcast game, but they're really good. And they've got a nice uh, interface for, for managing all of that as well. And um, it, it's also outside of the Apple ecosystem, which is great. Um, but we're also, if, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do any of those things, which, are, you know, Spotify, it is free kind of anyway, but um, if you don't want to do that, we've also got it on our website so you can download it direct and then play it through any media player of your choice uh, at altgaming.uk uh, forward slash podcast insert number here. And then, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's us. We've got a community thriving and growing. I mean, 250 members at this point, um, We've got stuff happening all the time, events, different games being played, lots of different... I mean, how many people? One, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, ten. It's about 15 people in the server right now, not including who's in the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we got we got, always got lots of stuff going on, which is great. And you're very welcome. hour live stream coming up this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> there seems to be one every weekend yeah. at the moment. Yeah, Before, I mean, earlier it was quizzes. It <laughs> yeah, there's a quiz every weekend, and now there's a live stream every weekend. 24-hour live stream. But yeah, so yeah, uh, one of the guys from the uh, NT fraternity, Barmy, um, he's doing a 24-hour a, a live stream for charity, but I don't know which one it is at this point. But um, yeah, coming up on the 6th. And we just done one with Humphrey, who did it for the Red Cross, and raised £1,005, which is amazing. Um, well done, very yeah. good, very good. He played Dark Souls and died constantly. Dark Souls 3, which is difficult to watch. <laughs> someone who's played the game through twice but um yeah so um oh yeah i don't know i mean it's, normally this is the backbone of our entire thing is built up on the live events okay so the in real life things that we do called altland but obviously we haven't had to do that for ages so it's been really weird we've been obviously spending a lot more time online and stuff and that's fine but actually our community's grown hugely in these last 12 months you know we've probably added at least 40 members and some of those obviously are just like you know people that don't keep 
contribute but some of them have been really really valuable and, and wonderful members of the community now and that's great and it's growing all the time and i noticed some of the, the people that have started to get more into streaming as well rachel's doing it more kirsty's doing it more with her foot streams and stuff it's really really good <laughs> it's really good to, see foot that, picks you know. to all you thirsty game of all. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right um you know and uh, yeah, we, we, we've also started to partner up with some great people like people from um missy sniper she's a really big uh, destiny 2 uh, a streamer and she's got her own discord and we're friends with the guys from um uh ggHq they used to be called a different name but that's their names now and they're sort of we, we play games with them sometimes and they're going to be arranging tournaments and you know we got other people that we know for like you know duffy and all of his mates and there's just there's, there's shiny land guys and there's there's just so many different communities that we're part of it's it's all really really cool i really like it i really like how it's going I spoke to our venue today because we've got some dates in the diary that, you know, aren't going to work since the latest announcements right. and, uh, you know, trying to pencil in when we can find some some time slots that are kind of like something we can try to b build upon. So news will be following soon on that. As soon as we've got something we can actually, you know, rely on <laughs> that we can say we can do, then we'll, we'll, we'll let you all know about that, obviously. But yeah, you can go to our Facebook page. There's a link on there. It takes you to our website and to our Discord. Um, so altland.co.uk for the Facebook. And then, yeah, you can find a link to our Discord on our website, altgaming.uk. We, and we also do this podcast. have a few blogs on our site now. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've been doing a few, like, you know, it's not just podcasts. There's also information. So Specky, who uh, is a really good CSGO player, he's part of the CGC community that's here. He's been doing some some CSGO kind of like guides. So he's been doing like taking a map and then doing, how would you play it from uh, CT? How would you play it from terrorist side? And then uh, hat, you've got your first one up now, haven't you? Mm -hmm. All about yep. Genshin, which is a game you've just played a little bit about, a touch, you, know, just a a touch. you know, a little bit about yeah. that one. So yeah, if you I want to know not all about get that. addicted to games. Well, I, I even, I didn't know anything about how the whole gacha system originated and everything in uh, Japan. It was really interesting. So that was, that was great. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's lots of content all the time. People streaming, people playing. Come and join us. You're very welcome. Um, other one, other than that, we'll see you for podcast number forty six. Uh, just in a couple of days' time, yeah, probably. Yeah. The BlizzCon special. <laughs> in a BlizzCon special later this week. Uh, shit, I need to edit this and get it uploaded. Okay. Yeah. It's okay, you, you have tomorrow because Hat's going to be busy. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Um, so that just leaves me to thank everybody for coming out and being heroes of knowledge. This is wonderful. Um, oh, yeah, Dave. What would you like to see change in Chinese Steam? <laughs> yeah, I, I think everything should be laid out right to left rather than left to right, don't you think? Okay, I think we can get finished. This podcast here. <laughs> we're, we're done. <laughs> um thank you very much to rose thank you to rev obviously rev put all these notes together after watching the twitch thing the nintendo direct thing thank you very 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 much um nightfire kaito thank you for your knowledge that was wonderful and your contributions and for coming out again ha yeah. as always thank you for organizing the podcast getting us here tonight always happy to help. and dave thank uh, you for doing the bot command to have the bot join <laughs> yes i do the bot bit that's me um and i organize our sponsors monkeys of the shoulders um yes <laughs> you legends <laughs> oh dear and we'll see you in like literally a couple of days uh all right bye bye bye, bye. bye.
Bye. Be around. Wow. Wow. Wow.